I'm Courtney Lundeen, and welcome to the Elevate Motherhood podcast. Do you find yourself wishing you could have more moms, sisters, and friends encouraging you and pouring into you, inspiring you to live as the mom God has called you to be? Too often, our culture minimizes the role of motherhood, but I believe that being a mom is a high calling, and we're answering the call and stepping up to the plate. I love simplicity and efficiency, habits and routines, but my favorite part of life is being a mom. If you want practical strategies to lighten your load, simplify your life, let some things be easy, and make room for what matters most, you're in the right place. I'll remind you that every blessing and provision is God's and help you reflect that mindset in your homes and to your families. Thanks for joining me, friend. I'm glad you're here. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Elevate Motherhood podcast. Today, we are talking about back to school. I know a lot of you, or I guess I should say a lot of your kids are starting school soon. So I hope you find this episode timely and helpful. One of the best parts of our job as the mom in the family is to be kind of like the magic maker and make things special for our kids. Sometimes the littlest things we do are the things that form major childhood memories that our kids will always have. And I love thinking of ways to put even like a tiny bit more effort into something that may make it even more special. And back to school is a perfect occasion for that. I personally love the back to school season, even though I really do love summer. So it's not that I'm just wanting summer to end, but something about a fresh start is always so fun for me. I love preparing for things and feeling organized and ready to take on something new. It's really fun watching our kids spread their wings and learning and growing, and it is just such an honor to have a front row seat in the lives of our kids. I just love it. So today we are sharing ideas to fill this back-to-school time with some new traditions that will be their childhood memories for someday. I have been talking about back-to-school on my Instagram for several weeks now, and you guys have shared lots of practical ideas, which I'm going to share here too. I do like this Elevate Motherhood community to just be a conversation with mom friends and we can listen and think, hey, good idea. I didn't think of that and share with each other and help each other. But the last thing I want is to make you guys feel like I'm adding things to your to-do list or to your to-purchase list because that's not the goal here. So take what you love from this conversation and forget the rest. Most of the moms who responded were doing one of these things, so don't feel like you need to do all of them. So here we go on a lot of fun ideas. You could have a special meal together as a family the night before the first day of school. Some people even called it school year's eve. And maybe hang a little sign or a banner and kind of make it feel like a special evening for your family. And you could use that time to also pray over the school year. Or as part of the night before school, you could drive to the school itself as a family and pray outside the school building together as a family the night before the first day. You could give your children their school supplies in a fun way. Either make it a special day where you go to the store and follow the back-to-school supplies list provided by the school. That's something that me and my siblings did with our parents growing up. We knew it was a fun day to our mom. We could tell that she was having fun on that day. So I just remember that being such a fun thing to do. Or if your school has pre-packaged supplies to purchase, I know a lot of them are doing that now, you could still make a big deal about going to pick those up and looking through them, or maybe your child gets to pick a new backpack or a new lunchbox for the year. You can just put your mom touch on it and make that 
a big deal. If you aren't getting a new lunchbox or backpack and you're using ones from last year, you could still make it so special by going to get it out of the cabinet or closet. You could talk to your kids about it like, yay, school is coming up. Let's get everything ready. Do you remember what we need to take to school each day? Let's go find those things, get everything cleaned, and we can set it out so we are ready for school this new year and just let them know how excited you are and they will feel that excitement too and it will feel special even if, you know, nothing new is involved. And... Another fun thing to do is picking out what they're going to wear on the first day of school, the clothes. Maybe you go shopping together for this or shopping together with a grandparent for this each year. That's what I remember doing growing up. Uh, My grandma always took us shopping for back to school and I thought that was so special. Or just anything fun and special that you do each year will become a tradition. So if you don't go shopping at a store, you could still make it fun to pick out their first day of school outfit from their own closet. Maybe a few days before school, you look at their clothes together and ask them which outfit is their favorite, which one do they feel the happiest when they wear, and you could make sure it's clean and set it out and set it aside for the first day. Just any extra little ideas to make it feel exciting so they'll be excited to wear it on the first day of school. Or if you want to choose an outfit that you have decided and bought yourself, you could either give them two options and let them choose, or you could let them choose between two favorite pairs of shoes to wear or pick out their favorite bow or something like that. So you could still be the decider if that's like really important to you. I know that is um, sometimes. And still find ways to let the kid feel like they had part of picking it out or feel their excitement about it. So One thing my family did, which my kids loved, we just recently created a countdown with a chain link so the kids could see each link representing a day. And we did it for our leading up to our family vacation, but you could also do it leading up to back to school. So the kids could help you cut out some strips of construction paper, then you staple it or tape them together and form a link chain. And each day when they wake up, they get to take one link off the chain and see that that event is getting closer and closer and closer as there's less links hanging up. It was just a cool visual because sometimes time is hard to explain to children. And I feel like it was fun for them to see it. It was like an activity too, but also it helped them understand the countdown. I will post a link to the picture I have from my home and the one that we created in the show notes for this episode. I've also heard of people doing back-to-school interviews each year with your child, so you could either have some questions you ask them every single year, and you could have them write it down when they're older, you could write it down for them when they're younger, or you could video them answering the questions as you ask them. So these questions might be things like, what's your name, how old are you, what grade are you starting this year, what's something that you're the most excited for, what is your favorite thing to do at school, your favorite thing to eat at lunch, what are the names of some of your friends, questions like that. One of my favorite parenting tips I've learned over the years so far is to simply just explain things to your kids. So much of what we do as parents is with our children right next to us and we could either kind of just like ignore them not even on purpose to be rude or anything but just asking them to be quiet while we do the adult things or we could be involving them in so much of our day-to-day by explaining things to them and teaching them step-by-step what we're doing and explaining why we do certain things. So for school, we could explain why we purchase supplies for school, how it helps the teachers be able to do fun activities, how we can be a blessing by contributing to the classroom, or explaining how the administration at the school has been working hard all summer to prepare for the students. Before we even go back to school, the teachers have been preparing their rooms, praying over the school year, making plans on how to teach the kids this year. 
how some people have been cleaning the school building for them, setting out their chairs, deciding which kids are in each teacher's class. I just think conversations like this may help our kids prepare mentally for school, but also helps them learn to appreciate authority and the people that serve them and just helping them understand that this is a big world and a big picture and it kind of takes them out of the center of their universe, you know, in a positive way. You can explain to your kids different scenarios that may happen to them at school and teach them ways to be a kind and friendly friend. Maybe you could teach them to look out for people who maybe don't have a friend and how they could ask, do you want to play with me? Or how to treat kids who may be different in some ways and how they still want to be your friend. And you can still smile at them, be kind to them, and ask them if they want to play. We can talk to our kids about how we make the right choice, even if other kids aren't making the right choice. How we can be a blessing to our teachers when we are good listeners and good helpers. You don't have to overdo this all at once, but little conversations like this sprinkled in when talking about school and preparing for the school year really go a long way to help kids feel prepared and confident. Another fun idea I have seen are matching mommy and me bracelets that the kid and the mom wear that look the same and they can wear while the kid's at school as a way of feeling connected even when apart. My mom always wrote notes to us in our lunch boxes and I like to do that for my kids even though they can't read yet. I recently made a little downloadable PDF with some colorful lunchbox notes that you can download for free if you go to CourtneyLundeen.com lunchbox and you can print these off and laminate them. I made three versions you get all at once in the download, so you can choose the full color one, have it printed for a few dollars at a print store, or there are white background with color or white background with black and white if those are easier for you to print at home. These are just a fun way to let it be easy, as we like to say around here. And since my kids can't read yet, I'm going to choose just one of the cards and tell them what it says and keep that same card in there for a while in their lunchbox every day. So hopefully when they see it, they'll know what the note says and think of me or think of their dad. So I think these cards are really special. You can head to CourtneyLundeen.com forward slash lunchbox and get that free download if you want it. Another big topic of discussion with you guys on Instagram was some type of treat after the first day of school. When I was growing up, my mom made all three of us our own little cakes and we got to put the icing and the sprinkles on the cake and decorate it however we wanted and we thought it was just like the coolest thing in the world. A lot of you said that after school you do ice cream or get to go in the ice cream shop instead of driving through or get snow cones after school or smoothies or just some type of treat. Someone said their family does after school snow cones on the first day of school and the last day of school each year. I thought that was sweet. You don't have to do the same thing every single year and you're free to change this stuff up as your traditions change and your children grow. It's all up to you. But doing the same thing each year kind of forms more of a memory that your kids might remember more strongly from their childhood. So several of you also said you do a fun breakfast on the first day of school, like even just eating their favorite things, but sitting all together at the table. Maybe you do a family prayer over the school year at that time. I'd probably be hesitant to feed my kids something brand new for breakfast or something that was too sugary or something on the first day of school because it could cause an upset stomach or something like that. But you could still make it a special breakfast even with their usual foods. You guys know I love a themed breakfast for any little holiday and you could use special plates or disposable plates and 
make a little handmade sign that says first day of school. Just anything you do will make it feel special to them. Another thing we talked about on Instagram was treating the teachers around the first day of school. Some people say they brought little gifts to the teachers at Meet the Teacher Night. Maybe like a gift card or special pins or post-it notes or gum or a notebook, things like that. Some people said they brought teachers snacks on the first day of school or a gift card for dinner or a dinner delivery service on the first day of school. I thought that was so thoughtful and generous if you're able to do something like that. Even just a card with an encouraging note and a prayer for the school year would be so thoughtful and not require spending any extra money. I saw some cute and easy teacher gifts with catchy sayings on Pinterest that I thought were so cute, so I'm going to share those in a link in the show notes. One thing our little preschool does that I think is an amazing idea is each teacher fills out a little questionnaire that says things like their birthday, their favorite coffee shop order, their favorite snacks, favorite places to receive a gift card, favorite sports teams to root for, stuff like that. It is so helpful throughout the year to know the little things that they would like and not just getting them 1,000 random candles and coffee mugs all year long. So if your school doesn't do a questionnaire like that, maybe you could be the one to ask the teachers to fill it out and then you can make copies for all the parents in the class. Another fun thing it feels like most people do is take pictures before the first day of school. Maybe you have a sign that you use each year that says what grade they're in. Or even if you don't use a sign, maybe you take a picture by the front door of your house each year on the first day of school. Or you take a picture outside the school building or by the sign at the school as they go back to school each year. Some people mentioned taking pictures with the teacher on back to school night or meet the teacher night. So it's just one less thing to remember on the first day of school at drop off. I thought that was kind of a good idea. Another thing you could do around the first of the year is to declutter and reorganize your home or at least parts of your home, like maybe kids closets or the area where you store your school bags and lunch boxes. Just taking a little bit of extra time to think of a system that will let it be easy for you this year. Some ideas we've talked about are maybe each Sunday evening you or your kids or you with your kids, pick out their outfits for the week and maybe you use a hanging shoe organizer in their closet to set one outfit in each compartment for each day, including the underwear and socks and bows. So each morning the kid has a little bit of independence to go get that outfit for the day and it's one less decision you guys have to make every morning. Or if you have the space maybe hanging up in one specific area of the closet are the five outfits for the week that you have pre-chosen so each day they just grab one of those and that's what they wear for the day. I'm all about finding ways to foster independence for our kids and let things be easy for the parents at the same time. And what about all the bags involved in back to school? We can find a system that makes that part of our day easier too. So maybe the backpacks getting dumped on the floor or left in the car creates a stressful situation for you each day. So you can ask yourself, how can I let this be easier? Maybe there's a specific spot you want your kids to hang their backpacks each day after school. So you decide that and you set that up for them and let them know that expectation. You just solve that problem for yourself and your family once for the entire school year by thinking through a problem and creating a solution that works for your family. Or if the lunch boxes are always all over the kitchen counter in any which way, they don't belong anywhere, maybe give them a space to belong. Maybe every night you empty the lunch boxes and set them in a particular spot on the cabinet or the shelf. So the following morning, they are right where they're supposed to be and ready to be filled up again. You just created a system that serves you and makes your life easier. I talked to one of my friends this weekend, and she actually buys a few of the little lunch boxes per kid because she likes to make several lunches at once, like three days in a row lunches at the same time. Maybe some pieces of it you have to make each day, but the non-perishables you already have done. I thought that was so smart, too, just a way to let it be easy for you. 
I like to think of systems like this not as another set of rules or another thing I have to do, but when I tell myself it's an act of kindness for myself, doing something ahead of time that makes my life easier in the future for myself, it just feels good and it's easier when you don't think of it as a chore. If you have a mudroom type area of your home, take advantage of that. Have that be the place where the bags get hung after school. If you have soccer every Wednesday, maybe every Tuesday night, you and your child gather up all the soccer stuff and hang it up next to the backpacks for easy grab and go the following day. I don't currently have a mudroom at my house, but we have a little coat closet next to our back door that I have turned into a makeshift mudroom. I don't really have any coats or anything at all hanging on the rod in that closet. I hung a bunch of strong command hooks on every wall in that closet, and that's where we keep our backpacks and sports bags. I think it will make the whole school year easier if everything related to getting ready for school has an exact place where it belongs. This will, like I said, foster independence as the kids get older and be in charge of putting their own things where they belong. It will help them find the things that they need because everything is right where it belongs because it has a place where it belongs. This frees you up as the mom from being responsible for always knowing where everything is because it's always in a different place and it doesn't belong anywhere. If you love organization tips like this, in case you didn't already know, I created an online course, Room by Room Format, where you can listen to and view tips for one specific space at a time. I created this course for moms with little kids because that's the season I'm in, and I know there is tons of information out there about organizing, but sometimes it doesn't take into account function, especially for families with little kids. So the goal of this online course is to have a beautiful, organized home, but... More than that, the goal is to have a home that serves your family and makes your life as a mom easier so you have more time to spend on the things and the people that matter to you. So check that out if you haven't yet, CourtneyLundin.com. I always offer a money-back guarantee. If you don't love it, I will give you your money back. It is just here to make your life easier. Podcast listeners get a special discount code, PODCAST20, for 20% off. Another thing I like to do for back to school is to make sure all of my kids' belongings are labeled. I use sticker kid labels. I have used a few different brands and these are my favorite for the price and how they really don't come off unless you want to pull them off. The things I use my labels on are lunch boxes, any kid size forks or spoons I send in their lunch, their water bottle. I don't label every item of my kids clothes, just the things that they may take off at school like jackets, hats, shoes. I talked about sticker kid labels on my Instagram and one of you commented back to me that you had purchased something I sold to Once Upon a Child and wondered what brand label it was because my kid's name was still on there after so many washes. I thought that was so funny and I'm sorry that I didn't take it off before selling the clothes. I buy the small name labels, which are at the time I'm recording this, $60 for $15 and no iron peel and stick clothing labels, which are 80 for $20. So that's like $35 that will last you probably years. So I also have a referral link. So if you click the link in the show notes to get to that website, Sticker Kid, you get 20% off your entire purchase when you go through my link. So I would love for you to use it if you're interested in getting some. Coming soon will be a separate episode dedicated to organizing back-to-school papers and memorabilia. I almost included it here, but there is enough detail in what I want to say about that that I think it will be easier in its own episode, so be looking for that coming soon. And lastly for this episode, I'm sharing some of my back-to-school prayers for my kids, so you can feel free to be praying some of these things for your own kids too. Sometimes we don't have the words or we just need help praying and I would love to help you with that. I thought it would be easier to share as its own episode. So look for episode number 28, Prayers for Our Kids. You can listen to this as you pray for your kids, for back to school, or for any time. 
I'm publishing that episode at the same time as this one, so it should already be there at the time you're listening to this. And I really hope and pray it is a blessing to you. That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for being here, friends. Until next time, let's elevate motherhood.